Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, the AFL Fantasy Record is out now. It's just $9.95 at NewsAgents. This man helped put it together, of course. The AFL Record's our senior writer, Ash Brown. G'day, Ash. Sam, good morning. Good to be with you once again. What's in the record? What's in the record? Well, if you play AFL Fantasy, then this is your complete Bible. It is about 60, 70 pages just alone on fantasy information. Oh. All the rankings, different drafts you play, who uh, the fantasy pigs that the, our, the traders, our resident gurus like to talk about. Interview with last year's winner, Matt Mottram. He gives his tips as to how to play it, like a club-by-club guide to you know, fantasy uh, Fantasy footy for, for every team. So it's an annual Bible that comes out on all things fantasy, one of our biggest and most popular editions of the year. Yes, indeed. That's very popular. You play yourself, do you, Ash? I'm not an AFL fantasy player. I find that there's enough going on in the footy season that uh, if I suck in, suck into playing fantasy, uh, then I, I, it gets too distracting. But if I did play fantasy, I would just absolutely use these guys as my gurus. Uh, uh, we've been using both on the record and AFL.com for a long time, and they, they absolutely know their stuff. Uh, I might need to buy this. In fact, I will need to buy it because my young fella said to me, tapped me on the shoulder a couple of weeks ago, said, I want to do fantasy football this year. I thought, oh, boy. So I'm going to need all the help I can get, Ash. So I'll be... I'll be buying it for sure. I mean, if you were to do it, it'd just be laced with brown and gold, though, wouldn't it? Uh, no, I, uh, I'm very detached on these things, Stan. <laughs> There's another side of me that's not uh, in, uh, engrossed in brown and gold. In fact, I spent time at Essendon for this. Uh, Did you? A really good chat to Brad Scott um, about the season ahead for the Bombers and what he's hoping to do there. Um, and certainly, he, uh, I think there's a reasonably medium to long term plan to get the best out of the Bombers. It was great to sit down with him for an hour or so and uh, get his thoughts on being back in the coaching uh, realm once again. Yeah, so they're building something sort of substantial out there, you feel? What was your takeaway? Yeah, I think so, but I think there's no rush to get to the end. I know the mm. King's been out there today and he's liked some of what he's seen, but. Uh, his attitude is that uh, the few things we've got to get right. The problem at Essendon has been there's been so many distractions, haven't there, for, for so long. But, you know, he was given a brief just to, you fix up the footy side of things, you get a footy side of things right, and the other part of the club will take care of themselves. And he's relishing that. I think, you know, the, uh, he had a good job at the AFL, but he was, uh, you know, he's had a footy at the AFL, effectively. Mm. Um, and so that was a, that's a pretty plum job, isn't it? But he, uh, I think that the temptation of going to a big club, you know, and being, being the guy to to get Essendon successful again. I mean, it's hard to imagine, isn't it, Sam? But really, they've been a mediocre club for the best part of, you know, since the, since the 2000 Premiership. So there's a, there's a bit of romance about the Bombers. Yep. A great appointment for the Bombers, though, because the intel he brings with him, it would you would think, would be absolutely enormous. Did you get yourself out to Bundura, Latrobe Uni, to watch the Hawks last night? I did. I've been seeing a few clubs train, Sam. It was Hawthorne's turn last night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, saw the, uh, you know, just saw a young team that's still trying to, work out what they're going to do. A few good signs, a few players are still, I think, got a couple of question marks over them. But uh, they're, they're, they're keen and uh, I think the time hitting each other, as we saw again, was half-time. Half-time melee, uh, they got well-publicised yesterday. I think they're, they're probably like most teams, I imagine, this time of year. They're ready to start hitting some bodies other than their own. Yeah, what, I was going to ask you what you thought of this. As someone who's been doing it for as long as you have, been a couple of little scraps and, uh, and scuffles during the, the summer for your Hawks? 
Yeah, but oh, you've been writing about this stuff for a while, Sam. I think it's all a bit of a beat up these halftime mm. scuffle. It was thirty three degrees and yeah, the end of it. These guys have been you know been training pretty hard for a long time. I think a few frustrations come out. It was a footy act, it was just a late spoil. Spoil, yeah. That 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 there was no there was no you know, punches or anything like that. It was just a late spoil and a reaction to you know flying the flag for your teammates. That's all it was. I suspect it happened at every club over the summer, and uh, you know we don't, it, it makes for great vision because footy great footy vision, Sam, as we know, that's uh, what people like to see. But it really it was not. It was just it had to be seen by the cameras. I reckon it happens at every club every summer. Now this is obviously a, a, a regeneration, if you like, at Hawthorne, or they hope it will be. So you need to nail your picks, and it looks as though you got a beauty in. Cam McKenzie out there, your top 10 pick. And even Henry Hustlade, who I think went in the 30s in, in last year's draft, was even was even uh, uh, described as Pendlebury-like last night. A couple of, uh, a couple of uh, really nice pieces of uh, extracting the ball out of trouble, which has been the Pendlebury trade for a long time. As of just, you know, a really smart use of hands, getting to the right place and getting off to a teammate in a better position. So we saw a bit of that. McKenzie will be right on the cusp of selection for round one. And mm. Weddle, the, the one they're very excited about, mm. start aside, but he's the one who's been you know, doing the, all the damage of the time trials. As the game went on, he was one who's running through, actually played five quarters. He was the one running really strongly through the fifth quarter. So I'm not sure he's round one ready, but I don't think he'll be far off either. Well, that AFL fantasy record is out now. It's 995. It's at all good news agents. Uh, get yourself a copy. I might uh, swing past on the way home and pick one up myself, Ash. Uh, well done uh, on your work. Uh, really appreciate you joining us this morning. Thanks, Sam. Now we work on round one in a few weeks' time. Oh, yes, indeed. We'll catch up about that uh, closer to the time. Good on you. That's Ash Brown there from uh, the AFL Records, senior writer there, of course.